You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. I know it's been a while. Life's been busy. Just finished renovating our house a little bit. And, you know, school's out, so my kids are home. So I've just been busy. But anyways, today's real crime story is about 36-year-old Jackie Galloway of Sarasota, Florida. June 12th, 1991. Her friend was going to pick her up and take her to lunch and take her to a dentist appointment. When he got there, the door was open. There was food sitting out, and her curling iron was on, and her purse was there. He thought maybe he just missed her, and she would be back. So he waited for her at her apartment, but she never came back. Her niece talked to Jackie around 11 a.m., and Dean showed up around 12 p.m., So, Jackie disappeared within that time. Her sister filed a missing persons report, and police interviewed her friend and boyfriend. Her boyfriend's parents owned a restaurant, and she worked there as a waitress. Police interviewed her boyfriend, and he said he didn't know where she was. The next day, two teenagers horseback riding came across a body wrapped up in sheets, about 10 miles from downtown Sarasota in a vacant, abandoned lot. It was an adult woman, and she was tied up. A noose was wrapped around her neck. Her false nails had been ripped off, and her body was badly decomposed. It appeared the victim was bound and tortured before being strangled. She had ligature marks around her neck, and they found a metal plate in her mouth. She was identified as Jackie Galloway. It appears the crime was planned. The police searched her apartment, and they talked to neighbors in the area and questioned her friends and family. They learned that Jackie's boyfriend didn't like the fact Dean was paying to have her teeth fixed, and Dean paid for her car. Apparently, her boyfriend was an alcoholic, and he had an explosive temper. A few days before her murder, they had a big public fight on the beach. Apparently, Jackie was talking to a guy and her boyfriend got mad. The police bring her boyfriend, Bruce, in for questioning. He tells police he was at work and he passed the polygraph test. And police verified his work alibi through his employer. There were no signs of a struggle in her apartment. And there was a note to her landlord asking to be let out of her lease early. Apparently, she didn't get along with her landlord. The police questioned her landlord, and he passed a polygraph test, so he was eliminated as a suspect. Detective notices a car parked in his area, and he didn't recognize the car, so he ran the plates and discovered the owner didn't live in the area. He approached the guy dressed in black. It was 25-year-old John Waterman. He tells the detective he was looking at real estate and he asks the detective how things are going with the Jackie Galloway case and tells the detective he lives next door to Jackie Galloway. So they bring him in for questioning. 
They searched his car and his house the next day. They found a 45 semi-automatic and three pieces of cord, one with loops at one end, a beige sheet, two beige pillowcases, a gray bag with a black hood, plastic gloves, and gray driving gloves. Some of the items linked him to another sexual assault of a woman in the area. The DNA was a match to John Waterman. He was sentenced to 45 years for the second-degree murder of Jackie Galloway and the sexual assault of Wanda Wright. This crime had a resemblance to the Patricia Cornwall novel, Postmortem. Hey, don't forget to check out crystalkiss.com for my murder merch. Cool designs for all of you true crime addicts. If you live in the U.S. and buy three or more items, you'll get free shipping. Use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% on your entire order. Check out my YouTube channel, Murder Speaks. The link is in the show notes. Apparently, when he was 54, he was released from involuntary confinement after two psychologists found that he was no longer a threat. He only served 20 years and was released for good behavior. He was granted early release because he was sentenced under the state's older sentencing laws. And a lot of people were outraged. First of all, he tells the detective he was looking at real estate. In the middle of the night, you were looking at real estate. Boy, bye. Also, I don't blame people for being outraged. I mean, this man did a, a lot of horrible, horrible things. Can somebody change if they commit a horrific crime? and go to prison for many years. Can they really change? If somebody is arrested and put in jail for killing somebody the way he killed Jackie Galloway and then gets released because of good behavior, does that mean he's changed? Do people really change in prison? Well, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. Hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. Thanks. Bye.